0: Hey, so we are getting together today to talk about the transition into middle school, which is a, a pressure point for a lot of parents at this time of year um, who have a fifth grader, whatever that looks like transitioning-wise, they've got questions, so we want to offer them a little bit of, of help. Uh, and so we want to start with with being current right now. If you're talking to a parent who has a fifth grader, getting ready to go into middle school, what is one thing they should be doing right now to kind of help get ready for that transition? For me and my family, it's like... Um,
1: elementary school kids seem so little, Uh, like they seem so young, but like middle school is totally a transition time. And I feel like it was important for us to start treating them older. Like don't Uh, treat them like little tiny kids anymore. In elementary school, there's like so many boundaries and you're in the same class all day and you don't have a lot of maybe decisions to make, but in middle school, they start making more and more decisions. And so allowing them to know how to make decisions, like start parenting less about What they need to do, and more about like why we do certain things, so that when they when they're faced with decisions with friends or decisions about just life in general, that they can sort of process and understand how to how to make that change themselves. So I think, yeah, as a parent, make sure
0: you teach through the whys more than you had in the past, where maybe you focus on the whats you want them to do. That's good. That's good. So as a parent, that helps you get ready for them to be in middle school by changing how you parent them. Get rid of that. That's good stuff. Yeah, what about you guys?
2: I would say getting them plugged in to the middle school ministry here at church, making sure they're going to church and they're going to small group, and just any way you can encourage them in their faith walk and being around those kids, and then they'll they'll have a group of friends. At least they'll know more people when they go to sixth grade.
0: Sure, because they're going to be in with a new mix of students from different schools, but have that kind of core connection. Yeah. Yeah, the small groups have been my kids love, the small groups so much. They like they like Sunday morning, but they love small groups. So, I uh, cool. highly encourage that as well. Yeah. Have you have you seen that be a strength in that transition process for them in middle school? Yeah. Yeah, I think both yeah. like both there are people that go to the church here that they became
1: better friends with through small group, but then also small group has been a place where they can invite friends from school to come and join them. And so um, yeah, especially with my older middle school daughter, a lot of her friends who hadn't been involved with Mount Pleasant um, participate in their small group. Very
3: cool. And my kids are at Perry, so it's a little different. There's not as many kids, but I've encouraged both of my kids to invite their friends and bring yeah. bring those kids here. And that um, people may not know that it's available, and that they can participate in small group or in the you know weekend or summer events. Sure. And to really encourage them to be leaders outside of the church and really focused on bringing those people in. And and we really we tell our kids all the time, be leaders, not followers, and that means starting early. That means starting from. You know, fifth grade, you have to learn independence, you have to learn decision making, but you also have to know how to use your leadership skills. And so I think encouraging your kids to use what they learn here, um, you know, in real life, I think is one of the the best points of transition that, that we've put effort into.
0: Yeah. Do you have like one specific example where that's been really successful with your kids or been really helpful?
3: Well, I mean, we see it all the time in sports, you know, and different, mm-hmm. they may not be the best athlete, but we get feedback all the time that they're, they're like the best leaders. You know, I think that's just behavior and um, teamwork and encouragement. So they may not be the sure. best athlete on the team and sometimes they are, but you know, I, I think people see that they're different and that's our goal. It's to make sure that people know they're different and tell them why and teach yeah. them why, you know.
0: As you think back into your transition from elementary school to middle school for your kids, was there one particular thing that surprised you or caught you off guard that you just weren't ready for or weren't expecting?
3: The social media piece, I think, has really been a surprise to us. You know, we we follow along really closely as to what our kids have available, um, but I hear so much commentary from my friends and you know other parents on teams and that, that kind of stuff, how much of an impact that has on their kids' lives. We haven't seen that, thank goodness, personally. Mm -hmm. But... um there's so much opportunity for negativity, and so I think you know as you transition to middle school, um, most of these kids in fifth grade probably already have phones, from what I see at small groups, um, and so we have to just be really careful. And you know, honestly, probably once a week we hear a situation where people have been involved in phones and you know negativity, and just re- we talk very openly about why why this impacts our day to day life and how this impacts our friendships and how people perceive us as you know, Christians, but as people, humans, you know, yeah. and. Um, I think you have to be really open but aware more than anything.
0: You're not going to have a total solution for that, but I think the key thing you said there was with your kids, having that open conversation that we're going to be talking about this, we're going to be working with you, we're going to be checking your devices. Like We've got to partner with you to help you navigate. It's, it's a whole new world for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, What else were you guys caught? Here? Having
2: time to bring the technology downstairs or in the parents' bedroom is a good idea yeah. um, just to help them decompress before bed and not yeah. always be on it all the time. For sure. Um, But another thing that surprised me was how important friends became Mm -hmm. and that you might not know their parents and that I feel like it's really important to try to get to know their parents Mm -hmm. and make an effort.
0: Do you have any tips of a parent is like, that's fine, but you have some parents that are extroverts that would love to go make some new friends, but some that are like, okay, I've got my close group of friends. How do I bridge that gap and become friends of their friend's parents? Like... Did that happen natural for you? Did you guys do something did, intentional? It did
2: with a few, and a few I'm still working on. Okay. Just trying to invite them to things and sure. just talking with them. And
0: we always, we look at research and see that parents, especially through middle school, still are the number one influencer of their kids, but that is where friendships really begin to ramp up and become a big deal. And so paying attention to that and making connections with those parents is a good thing. But for you guys, anything surprise you were? I guess when I thought about middle school earlier, like
1: when we first started transition as it had a bad reputation. I think like Mm -hmm. it's awkward, it's hard. It's like kids, kids uh, maybe don't feel as confident going into middle school as as earlier years. But to be honest for us, it's been, it's just been like really positive and really exciting. There's, there's um, opportunities to try new things. So like, um, you know, again, like as, as a young kid, you sort of, have your child do things that you think you liked or like you think they might like, but now they're getting to choose some of their own things. The friends element has been really great. You ha- they have more exposure to more kids than they did in, in elementary school. And so yeah. they can, you can see your kids sort of like find where they end up with who they end up surrounding themselves with. And uh, yeah, for us, it's just been, it's been more positive uh, and just a really great experience, which is maybe not, I wasn't expecting it to be terrible, but you know it wasn't. Uh, there was there had been like it's just been really great.
2: I agree with Neil that my kids adapted way more quickly than I expected. Okay, to, to all the different classes
3: and the lockers and all the
0: changes. Yeah. Well, that'd be good for some parents to hear that they may be surprised by how good things are in middle school, of so just how bad.
3: I am. One of the things I do, and I started doing it when Christian was in middle school, and I still probably unbeknownst to him do it, and he's all the way into high school. But, you know, we there's ways now with apps and the way you communicate with teachers and stuff. Um, You know, probably three or four weeks into the, the school year, I'll send an email, same email to all the teachers on the app. They can all see, you know, who got it. And I just kind of introduce myself. Here's the expectations we have for our kids. Here's right. the expectations that they have. Have, you know, of school and teachers, and here's our fundamental um, faith, and here's why this is important to us. You know, we want him to excel in the classroom. You know, Christian, for example, he wants to be a nurse, Christian wants to be a nurse, science is going to be really important, help him understand that. But we have personality expectations you know, fundamentally, that they're kind, that they help other students. If there's any problems, you know, let me know. Um, And, you know, routinely, maybe once a quarter or whatever, I'll email email back, is everything still okay, you know, any feedback. And it is amazing how much the the teachers, you know, once everything settles down for those first couple weeks, they'll take the time to email back, here's what I see, here's where I think we can work, here's some feedback, where, you know, thank you so much for letting me know, because now I can push the student from a student perspective. Um, and then, you know, and I mean, my husband laughs because, you know, then once a, once a semester, I always send like a treat in for the, the teachers. And even in high school, I had pizza delivered, you know, um, but it's amazing how, what the feedback for the, from, yeah. you know, just their personal teachers, thank you for what you do. And I know that it's hard and I know it's been really hard, but the, the feedback for that, I think shows that we're serious. Yeah. And, you know, we want to, um, we want them to be, have high expectations and. It's it's just wow. bit, it's good feedback from the teachers. So that's so good.
0: Idea. And you obviously are going to be really passionate about your own kids, but reaching out to the to the teacher, being proactive, that does help foster a good, healthy relationship with them. And mm-hmm. you're going to get better feedback because of that. So that's that's really cool. Yeah. Well, hey, just want to ask one more question. Uh, so if we think just big picture, parent getting ready to transition to middle school, you could offer them one one tip in general or one piece of advice to help them with this transition, what would you offer?
2: Mine is to not stress out too much because if you stress out, then your children are gonna be stressed out. Sure. And just to help them ease their way into the new adventure. Yeah. And be there to support them.
1: So I think a lot of people's own middle school years, if they look back at them, we're all different. And I, and I, I think one piece of advice would be to not try and make your kids' middle school years like your own. Like if yours were great, that's good, but but your kid might be similar to you as an adult, but they're probably different. They're probably wired differently. There's probably things that they get excited about or happy about that are different than you. And then the world's just different. Like they communicate with their friends in totally different ways. Um, they're learning things in middle school that I learned in high school. Like yeah. the education uh, pro- progression is so different. Yeah. So don't try to like replicate something that you think is good based on your own experiences. I think really. Um, allow your child to have freedom to navigate the world themselves and you guide them and help them and, and talk with them and, about that, but don't try and force your vision on them.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's so good. Cause I, one of the things that I found really helpful for parents with this transition or any age is to think back to what life was like for you at that age. Some things will make more sense, but maybe the flip side of that is also remember how different things are now than when you were at that age, because it is, it's their own unique experience and you've got to help them figure out their path and, there are a lot of opportunities for them to kind of figure and try things. I mean, that's trying things out is a great way to describe middle school because they're going to try things that are like, yeah, I don't like this. I'm not good at this. And it's just helping them figure out, okay, well, what's next? And where do we, where do we go? So what would you offer?
3: Being there, but not being too involved, you know, being present more, you know, Hey, I would be glad to host a gathering or I would be, you know, a lot of times for the sports teams, Hey, I'll be, I'd be willing to, Buy pizza for the team or whatever, and I'm there and I'm available. But it, you know, they don't have to engage with me or you know whatever. But I think that gives me an opportunity to meet the parents and meet the other families and you know be be happy and be present. And I think they they like it. And then when they get older, maybe they don't want you there as much. But that's okay. Early on, I think they do. They may not tell you, but I think they want you there.
0: Sure. So finding new ways to be supportive and involved, even if it's more behind the scenes. Mm you're still there and that and whether they say it to you or not maybe when they're 25 they come back and tell you they do appreciate you being involved in their lives so